0: Welcome back to Appleton Arena here in Canton, New York, the campus of St. Lawrence University where the score at the end of the first period of play is Merrimack nothing and St. Lawrence nothing. Tonight's first intermission is brought to you by Fuddruckers, an official partner of Merrimack Athletics. Make sure to stop in at Fuddruckers for a burger or a delicious salad before or after the next Warrior game. Located down the street from Merrimack at 550 Turnpike Street. They also have locations in Reading and in Salem, New Hampshire. I'm Mike Macknick with John Leahy. Number penalties again in this first period. We've gotten used to that so far, a score at the end of 1 is 0-0, zero to zero. Merrimack 0-4 on the power play, St. Lawrence 0-2, uh, shots on goal after 1-12-11 in favor of St. Lawrence. Joining us here in the first admission, Tim Danahy, he is the official NCAA ice hockey statistician and uh, proprietor as it were of collegehockeystats.com, I'm sure, that or .net may, as the case may be, dot everything as, uh, I think, but at any rate, uh, Tim, good to see you. Uh, first of all, uh, College Hockey Stats, uh, everybody uh, I think who's been following college hockey for a little while knows about it. Uh, has been there, has visited the site. It's a, an unbelievable resource. Uh, doesn't seem like any other sport in NCAA uh, athletics has this type of a resource or a website. But how did it all get started? When did it start? And how did you end up being involved?
1: Well, it uh, it goes back quite a ways. It actually goes way back uh, when one Joe Bertagna, who of course is now the uh, longtime commissioner of hockey East. Uh, back in the day, he was the ECAC tournament director. This was none, none of the leagues had even had a full-time commissioner or anything. So Joe was on staff with the, the Greater ECEC organization to help run the hockey tournament. And that role gradually evolved for him into uh, taking on more commissioner-type duties as, as those things evolved in hockey. And one year, he got a little money in the budget to hire somebody to do statistics. And uh, one way or another, through, uh, through folks like Wally Johnson here, the longtime SID at St. Lawrence, uh, my name got up to him and did uh, a shot. And uh, so I ended up writing some software to do hockey stats. And uh, the way it started, way back about almost 20 years ago now. Uh, each, after each game, at the end of the night, I would get a fax of the handwritten score sheet of the game. And I would take said fax and plug it into my little custom-made statistics system. And once a week, every Sunday, I would send Joe back a big fax package of about 20 pages with you know, the league leaders and league games, overall games, and then a page on each team with their team stats. And that's how it started. Um, so it actually predates the, the World Wide Web as we understand it today. But once the World Wide Web came along, re-roll, I re-rolled... Bunch of my same software and just put a web interface on it, and then we started having the SIDs instead of me having to type the games in, they would do it, and, and we were able to generate that output real time and have updated it updated every night. Um, and that quickly caught on. We got some other other teams doing it. and Then we, uh, you know, the Stat Crew software came along for hockey, which made it a lot easier to do more detailed stats in, in game, and we made it so they could just take that file and upload that data. And uh, it quickly caught on and was popular with uh, college hockey across the country. So. Today we've evolved to the point where we cover uh, all all teams in the NCAA Division One, Two, and Three,
0: men and women, and uh, we're happy to do it. Uh, am I right in what I said that there's really nothing else like it in other sports?
1: Yeah, it's it's not. Uh, I'm surprised because you know this model's been out there for a long time now. Uh, you know, the NCA is... Hockey's the only team sport in which the NCAA doesn't collect the official statistics because because we do it for them. Um, the NCAA does... Because you do it so well. Yeah. The NCAA does this in other sports. Uh... They collect the data, and, and for the most part, that data is collected real time. Uh, such that, you know, after each soccer game, uh, and it's gotten even to the point now where the SID, a lot of this happens automatically through the website providers that most of the uh, member institutions in the NCA use. It just automatically sends that that data file for that game up to the NCA, and it's there. But you know, the NCA has, has really not taken that step of uh, turning that output back. Uh, to, to the membership and, and having that used like because we, you know, we're completely integrated with Hockey East. Everything you see on Hockey East online is coming through the College Hockey Stat System. You're not, you're not going off the website. You're seeing it right on the Hockey East online platform. Right. Um, but, but the data's coming from us, and so, you know, no, there's nobody on the hockey staff spending any time working on statistics, because that's all happening automatically for them, which is, which is not the case in other conferences uh,
0: in other sports. I mean, it's everywhere. We've got the, you see right here, we've got the iPad here with, the, with, the, with this games box score up. Everybody uses it. All the broadcasters use it. People use it at the games. Uh, you mentioned Hockey East Online. College Hockey Inc. is integrated with it as well. If you go to that site, collegehockeyinc.com, and you, you go to the stats there, same thing, integrated with College Hockey Hockey Stats, College Hockey News, which, of course, uh, I work for, and then U.S. College Hockey Online, which I used to, and other people do as well. They're both integrated with it. I mean, all the stats, it's all pulling from that same resource, which you are in charge of.
1: Yeah, correct. Uh, you know, in terms of the you know, the live stats that you see every night, uh, we've just kind of become the clearinghouse for that. Uh, in, in Aggregating all those, a big collection of data files flying around uh, the internet. And, uh, so we collect them, and so that they're all integrated in one place, and then they go back out, which is which really serves the membership well. Because you know, if you're if you're on the Hockey East uh, website, or which has a great mobile you know, mobile platform, it's wonderful. You're going to see the scores of the Hockey East games, even when they're not taking place in hockey strings It doesn't matter where they are. And uh, in a lot of other sports, that's not the case. You go to a conference website, and you're seeing live stats, and you know, you're, not, you're not seeing any, number, any numbers. Maybe you see a link to go somewhere else, but... Uh you know, fortunately, we're able to keep it uh, keep it there. So, Kal- college is just the right size to make make things like that happen and make them happen well.
0: Yeah. And you know, what's great—you're just talking a bit off the air here with a period like that, trying to figure out how many power plays were there for each team. And you know, uh, o oh for what? one, oh o for three, o oh for four. Uh, your your software figures all of that out for people. All they have to do is put the penalties in and. and the other particulars of the game, goals, penalties, whatever it is, it figures all that stuff out at the end of the game. You know that you go there and you got the right numbers.
1: Yeah, we've had a, kind of an algorithm in place for a number of years that uh, essentially take just takes the sequence of events in the game, the sequence of the penalties and the goals, and... Uh, Applies the the rules of NCAS hockey to it. And, uh, it'll double. It's, it's more of a cross check for the, for the sports information directors to make sure their numbers are coming out right, to make sure that the chances are all lining up. Uh, and uh, you know, that algorithm certainly gotten uh, pretty good work out here so far this season. <laughs>
0: I'm kidding. Uh, before we do let you go, I want to. You know, you do a number of other things besides that college hockey stats. You know, pair-wise, you know, know, working with the committee to figure out all those things. And then the the big thing that we know about that's coming down the pike now is Hockey East is moving from a 20 to a 24-game schedule when Notre Dame leaves the league and they're back down to 11 teams. So each team's going to pick up four additional games against a variety of teams around the league. There's a whole algorithm that's involved in trying to figure out who's going to play who and where those games are going to be, and you've been the one that set that up.
1: Yeah, I mean I, I just kind of worked uh Joe Bertanet uh you know uh, asked me uh good st- conversation started going back to the Frozen four last year in Tampa this was something that they were might be looking at um you know, 20 playing only 20 league games is, is kind of tough for the teams in the conference four, 14 non-league games is 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 difficult to fill so they wanted to have four meaningful games uh but obviously that that's going to create an unbalanced situation and you have to to find a way to do that uh And so, just based on kind of some... Some previous results, you want to make sure it's not too unbalanced so you don't end up going into schedule and facing you know, the top four teams in the league from the previous season uh, as your four extra games. Uh, looking at that and then factoring in some other things about maybe who, who wanted some extra games against each other and who didn't, uh, I was able to work with Joe and kind of come up with a, a breakdown of, uh,
0: of teams that could, could be the uh, extra opponents next year. All right, Tim, a lot of stuff we could talk about here. Before I do let you go, and we are already running over, friend of Joe Marsh, who's a long-time head coach here at St. Mars, terrific character, great, uh, uh, you know, head coach in the game. Can you give me a quick, uh, maybe 30-second Joe Marsh story?
1: <laughs> oh, boy, I don't know if there's any, uh, if there's any quick ones. Uh... There's the, the, you need more than 30 seconds for for a good Joe Mars story. You know you uh, you've had the privilege to see some of those yourself at the at the frozen Four. I guess the snapshot the, the, the very first time I ever went to the frozen Four, I traveled uh, with Coach Marsh. We actually drove from here to Detroit about a seven and a half eight hour drive, and I kind of asked him. I said, Joe, what's this all about? What do we do with the frozen floor? And he said, To me, my boy. We find things to eat, and we eat them, and we find things to drink, and we drink them. It's what we do. That's why we're here. And that's uh, kind of been our motto uh, ever since, uh, just trying to have some fun with us.
0: All right, Tim, thanks a lot for joining us. We certainly appreciate it. Great job with College Hockey Stats, everything you do. I uh, certainly appreciate it. Yep, appreciate it. All right, that's Tim Danahy from College Hockey Stats. Has been our guest here, here in the first intermission to score. Nothing, nothing. We are back with more right after this on WMCK. This is Warrior Hockey.